Welcome back to Let's Laugh About It. And are you guys ready to laugh? Are you guys ready to fucking cackle? Cackle. 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 Giggle. You know what? Please, Jackie the VA. Synonyms for laugh. Please look up synonyms for laugh. Let's look it up and we're going to let you know. Here's some synonyms for laugh. Guffaw. What? Chuckle. Chortle. Cackle. Howl. Roar. Ha ha. (laughs) Uh what was that first one you said um guffaw i've heard that before g-u-f-f-a-w an example both men guffawed at the remark interesting cackle um wasn't on there was it was it not i don't think it was but i liked that one yeah i liked that one a lot you've heard cackle before i've heard cackle but i i for some reason i thought it was very timely with tomorrow's halloween in uh in live world, not when this is posted, it'll Halloween have, would have already passed. What does cackle have to do with Halloween? Made me think of a witch cackle, Ooh. a witch cackling, right? That's Hell what witches yeah. do. Yeah. Anyways, um, the topic today, and I'm excited because I feel like Jackie has learned a lot about this. So I want to like, um, it's a perfect topic because Jackie knows just enough to understand um, but enough to like ask intuitive questions. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So the topic today is uh, laughable moments in 3PL. Ooh. Do you remember what 3PL That's means? That's third party logistics. Yeah. Yes, Jack. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I'm, uh, we've, we've talked about 3PLs before, mm-hmm. but I have a laughable now laughable. It was not funny when it happened. Um, and actually, there's so many, like, things that happen in a 3PL. So um, a 3PL or actually, I guess, like, any warehouse, a third-party logistics uh, center is one that, like, you don't own. You hire out to, like, pack your orders. Um, but it's, like, the big warehouse that you can, like, store your um, product. They can they pack the orders. They send it out. Uh, but so many mistakes can happen mm-hmm. at that touch point that is, like – just so annoying. I have I have a ton of like now laughable 3PL stories, but they weren't laughable at the time. They weren't laughable at the right? time. You're right. You're so right. I was not cackling. No, you weren't. Or chuckling or guffawing. I was not guffawing. No. Uh, so my favorite 3PL story to tell is one time uh, we had like this huge launch and um. It, we always did launches for a previous job on like the same day every week. It was like a big hype thing. And like mm-hmm. if you didn't order right when we launched, we did the same time, same day of the week, all the time. And if you didn't order right at launch, you um, might not have gotten the product. And it was like singular drops, whatever. Um, we were launching a... Very like Nike of you guys. It was so Nike of us. Yeah. So supreme of us. That's so Nike coded. Yeah. Uh, you, let's laugh about it doesn't understand that. if unless Actually, they probably do because... When something's coded, it means like it's like that. Like, So me saying like that's so Nike coded, I was saying that because Nike does those little drops. Yeah. But yeah. go on with your story. So hype. We were just... We, building hype was like our thing. Um, they were shaker cups and... Um, we were dropping a new shaker cup and it was a color of a shaker cup that we 
that we had another version of that sh- same shaker cup, but like a different um, color or different type. And so our 3PL was being proactive and was pre-packing all of these orders because they knew that there'll be a ton of orders that are just this product. Sometimes they'll be like that product. It'll have that, but plus some. So they like prepackaged all these boxes with like at least one of those shaker cups in it. Um, and they got it already. Great. Right. Uh, we had all the orders. They all happen at the same time. They pack all the orders at the same time. It happened on a Thursday. I started getting emails at this time. I managed the customer experience team. And uh, this was like also a time where I didn't have a lot of balance in my life that I was like working a lot of weekends and stuff. And I started checking emails, uh, just like popping in to see what was going on in the inbox because I was like, whoa, we're getting a lot of emails on like a Saturday. Uh, Usually like Fridays, uh, I've experienced this uh, like across the board with companies. Usually Fridays are pretty chill for companies. Like Mm -hmm. nobody wants to deal with like – Reporting their problems yeah, on Fridays. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always reporting my problems on a Monday. Yeah, Mondays like, are like sure. the day to do it. Or yeah. even just, I don't know, Fridays have like across the board for companies that I've seen just been like pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so usually like weekends aren't too bad. But I started seeing like tons of emails coming in on Saturday. And they all were saying the same thing. And at first I saw like 10 of them. And keep in mind, this was like drops on Thursday, like maybe some people were getting emails or like getting it delivered by a Saturday, like maybe. Um, but it kept saying the same thing. I got, I ordered this, but I got this over and over and over again. And I was like, Oh darn, like maybe like one person like did the wrong, like 10 orders that like was the same thing, but different. Um, it ended up being every single person who ordered on that day got the wrong shaker cup. That's awful. It was horrible, and I didn't have a team set up for, like, that amount of inquiries. Yeah. Uh, because we n- never would get that amount I of inquiries. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was not funny at all. It was actually also – I was traveling for work at the time. I was in um, Vegas, and I was also training a new person. It was somebody's first day who was, like, on my team. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, like – I promise it's not, not normally like happen. Don't and away. when when stuff like that was happening too, I'd be like on the phone like with the three PL, like asking like what happened, like how can we fix this in like a quicker way? Because usually when things like that happen, there was like a there's a reporting process of like, hey, just so you know, this happened. Can you fix it? Like one by one. Yeah. So I had to figure out how to like export all these orders, upload a CSV file of like everyone's addresses who all ordered like all these things. And Mm -hmm. it's just like I had to learn how to work like smarter rather than harder. Otherwise, um, asking the team and also like communicating with the team of like, okay, nobody answer any of these emails that has this problem because otherwise people will start getting double replacements. Um, People will get like it usually you respond to one customer at a time. So I had to like close all these tickets, tell to everyone on the team, like don't talk to these people because like I'm going to send out like a mass email to all these people when usually you respond one by one. Um, But I wanted to talk about this because I got reminded because in my current job, we're actually improving our 3PL processes. Um, And they're so important because, and there's so many different things that go along with it. Um, And I wanted to ask you, Jackie, if you 
um, have any, like, do you have any memorable experiences where you got the wrong item for something? Or like, I guess not memorable, but like things that you remember that you're like, what the fuck? I'm trying to remember if I've ever been sent something I didn't order. Actually, I've been sent, um, one time I ordered like a t-shirt from, uh, can I, should I put the brand on blast? I love uh, the brand. And actually they, they just sent me, so Princess Polly mm-hmm, one time. Mm-hmm. And this was like, I was like, um, I mean, Princess Polly has been around for a few years now, but I believe I could be wrong, but I think I was like ordering from Princess Polly when they were really new. Pretty mm-hmm. sure I was like on to Princess Polly when they were like new on the scene. One time I ordered a shirt from them and I ordered one shirt. They only charged me for one shirt and they sent me the shirt in they sent me the shirt three times oh no like and it was three separate shipments yeah but it was all the right size in different colors what which was really confusing because i would kind of get if like maybe somehow like i don't know it's submitted like three times mm-hmm. but it was different versions of the shirt so i didn't care in three different packages three different packages wow three different colors all the right size and i just like felt like being nice, I guess. And I actually let them know that it happened and they like they didn't ask me to send it back or anything. They were like, oh, enjoy. And so then I had the same shirt in three different colors. See, I wonder if when that happened, if you were just like a one off like thing that happened or if every single person who ordered that shirt, that same thing happened to yeah. you. Yeah, because weird things happen. It's all like computerized. Yeah. But I what I thought was so weird about it was that I got because I've had it before actually with Amazon a few times where I've ordered something and they send it like twice. Mm -hmm. But usually it's like they send it. They accidentally send two in the same package and it's always the same color and same Mm -hmm. size. I thought it was interesting that this was um, like three different different colors, three different colors, three different packages. Yeah, because that's insane because they would have had to print three different packing slips and packing labels. Yeah, I wasn't upset about it. It is so crazy that how like anything can happen there was one time we um and I actually feel so like deep for uh brands that have a lot of SKUs with like Princess Polly like has so many different options so like every time they add a product or any brand adds a product there's so much room for error because like they have to add it into like their computer system and like Mm -hmm. all the online stuff but then they also have to add it to the 3PL system and it has to match perfectly and then not only that like on the virtual side but like they have to make sure that it's in the right bin so that when it gets packed like there's so many different touch points yeah uh and there was like there was one time where we um uploaded it was like another drop and we uploaded the skew and um so the skew is like the number that you is associated with the item Mm -hmm. um and we uploaded them and there was a space after the, the so it was like whatever skew and then there was a space and we like press enter and we put it into the system yeah. and it's invisible like when you look at it you can't see a problem yeah and it we did the whole launch and no orders were showing on in our warehouse and I think it took me a couple a couple it might have taken me like a whole day to figure it out because people weren't receiving their tracking or maybe a lot of times I'm like clicking around and I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Like this order doesn't have a tracking number yet, but like it usually should within this time. And then I'll look and then like see that there's like this huge gap of orders that didn't get sent through. And that time it was literally because we put a space 
like we upload the SKU, there's a space. So it wasn't the same item. And none of those orders got sent to the warehouse to be fulfilled because like they didn't they it it was broken. Like there was like a connection that was broken because of literally an invisible space. It I mean, this is like not this is like so different. But what I can like relate that to is um, so in the program that we use at like my job, Mm -hmm. I work for a law firm and um, we have this like uh, big like case system where like all of our cases and whatever are are in and whatever. Um, but like that it's so sensitive too with like if you if I'm trying to run a search for like Mm -hmm. a list of cases that like fit this criteria if I have like a space in the wrong spot or like something weird like that it will like totally mess up the report that pulls and sometimes you won't even realize that the report you pulled was messed up because oh yeah it'll somehow like choose what to pick because you like did it a little bit wrong and so like I'll pull a report and I'll start working on a report and be like this doesn't seem like a case that should be in this list. And Mm -hmm. then I'll go back and look at my search and I'll be like, oh my God, I had a space in between like two words that shouldn't have had a space or something. Use computers because it's more, supposed to be more accurate, but like sometimes it's worse than human error. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess it all starts from human error. Like the human put the words in wrong or whatever. Yeah. But it's crazy. Well, also you just like trust it. Yeah. Like you just started going at it, working on it. And then you're like, wait, this is wrong. Cause you just trust like, Cause like calculators don't make mistakes. Yeah. So it's like, you just trust it. Um, but I always think it's cool to think of, or maybe not cool, but just interesting from like the consumer mindset of you, if you have no idea what goes on behind a brand and like you get the wrong item or like Mm -hmm. something's late, it's just like you put so much pressure on the brand of like, how could you fuck this up? Yeah. When there's so many touch points that could go wrong. Yeah. So many hoops it goes through. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so we are uh, making changes to our 3PL right now, and it is just like a world's different difference of how these warehouses operate differently and like put these procedures in place to prevent mistakes. I was about to say, what do you mean by your doing? Are you guys like trying to find a new one or something? Yeah, we're just we're adding one right now, and um, it's cool to see everyone's different processes, mm-hmm. like and how people deal with different issues how does a brand go about getting like a new 3pl do you guys like interview yeah so many interviews you have like you can get consultants to like even just uh interview for you basically yeah. i don't know if interview i guess yeah they are like interviews kind but of like yeah it's yeah like you uh a lot of it is like pricing too because you could get um there's the other thing with the 3pls um is they have uh, some of them have like different deals with shipping carriers to get better pricing so that can make like a world's difference even if it's like a couple cents per package if they have a better shipping rate it like makes such a difference but then also they have like different procedures for like I don't know how some 3PLs don't like scan an item before they put it in a box like Mm -hmm. that creates so many issues if they don't do that part yeah um so, like, there's so many – each one has different procedures and, like, standards. And uh, we actually chose one that uh, right now, like, hopefully this is, like, how it is. But uh, they do – they work with you more closely. As, instead of just being, like, okay, yeah, we'll pack your orders, they, like, care about the actual, like, experience, which mm-hmm. – 
if you guys know me, like I, it, every little touch point matters as far as like the unboxing experience. Like right now we don't have that special of an experience in my opinion. Like I just think it could be better of like someone receives a box, like knows it's uh, chomps, like sitting on your doorstep because it's like whatever, like a bright red box. Mm -hmm. We, We right now have kind of like standard simple packaging. Okay. Sorry about that. Update actually on the podcast, a little uh, brief. Uh, this, oh, is yeah. a, this is a perfect time perfect to, to time to plug our sponsor, Inevitable Agency. Thank you, Inevitable Agency, for sponsoring because we were able to upgrade our camera, but we are um, having trouble figuring it out. What does Inevitable out. Agency do? Inevitable Agency helps with brand experiences. So uh, we, you can DM me if you want any information about Inevitable Agency. Um, but we help with customer experience and branding for brands, um, who just want to actually, that is perfect for just the experience. We were just talking about custom boxes. Um, but yeah, we, we got a new camera and we're just trying to figure it out. So it's a learning curve, but the quality is going to get so nice once we figure out this like new camera, it's such an upgrade. Uh, where were we though? Oh, the custom boxes and, um, Having just like those touch points, especially for new customers who are like brand new to your brand, any touch point, whether it's in the box, whether it's like virtual, um, the follow-ups after uh, really do count. But there's it's so hard to get uh, a 3PL who like will help you do that mm-hmm. because um, they even charge, a lot of them charge, actually all of them charge for like every time they touch an item. So it's like, okay, like if your item is, um, this is just an example, like let's say you're selling something for a dollar, which you probably won't be online. It still costs, no matter how much your item is, uh, is it'll cost the same amount for them to touch it, to pack it. So like a lot of times it's like 25 cents. So like if you're in someone orders four things that cost a dollar, it's, cost them a whole dollar to just pack those four things that makes sense and then um it a lot of times it's the same thing for like if you see like stickers in uh in boxes all the time mm-hmm. like they've charged 10 cents to put like an insert and these are just examples but this is like um all those experiences that you see actually cost money for like every touch point unless you have like a really good um, um relationship with your your 3pl and you're able to like be like hey like this every single box gets this. We're not willing to pay for you to touch these like yeah. pieces of paper. Um, That's yeah. interesting. I never realized that. Yeah, every single everything costs money. Or like, uh, we had an experience at. I had this experience at a uh, previous company. We wanted to do custom tapes, tape like on the box. So like sometimes you see like it'll say the brand's name on the mm-hmm. tape, um, and they literally told us no because they said it would like. Uh, take them too much time to use they they don't have the equipment to use like custom tape so like simple things that you think that would just be like just use this tape instead of that tape like are not as simple uh so those are the kind of things that we're actually looking for is like being able to have that like more branded experience without it being like a big deal yeah um because we like in the past the like 3pl for us like or did the the process of like ordering the boxes, but like mm-hmm. custom boxes cost like it's just a different experience. Yeah. So um, it's always felt like so sticky to like change that process. So we're like trying to find, especially when you guys like 
because I mean, like, you guys sell a million sticks a day. <laughs> so I would imagine it's hard to try and transition your 3PL when, like, your rate of business is so high. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because there's, like, so much production going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many moving pieces, but yeah. um, so many moving pieces. And it's so intimidating. Yeah. Like, so intimidating because it's part of it's like if it's not broke don't fix it Mm -hmm. like sometimes with some of those experiences it's like okay if you um it's working maybe you don't like you're not in love with it but it's working yeah that's kind of like the that intimidating factor of it yeah well and it's like it's scary like because then sometimes when you like change something you're like shit like nothing was wrong before yeah and now we've got like all these issues to deal with but that's just a part of changing things. Mm-hmm. You have to take risks. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is testing too. And some of that stuff is like hard to test because um, it's like, does it really matter? Does it move the needle? And and a lot of times you have to test with like, you can't, I used to do these tests for um, first orders. So like you could do like a simple tag on like a Shopify order to like let, um, so that the 3PL knows it's like a first order. So like, mm-hmm. let's say it was your first time ordering. Um, your order will get a little tag on it. And then every time that tag, um, every time an order comes through with that tag, will add something to the order. So like oh. only people who were ordering for the first time would get it. Yeah. And I used to do sample sizes of like a thousand, uh-huh. which I felt like is a lot of people. Yeah. But um, and I would do things like put in um, gifts for the first like hats or socks or whatever um inserts all kinds of things and they were so hard to test because Mm -hmm. then you're like waiting for people to get their orders and you're like oh like hopefully they like post something on social or um like email in and say like they really appreciated that but a lot of times like you don't they don't like if you think about it if you get like a gift from a company you just like it makes you smile it makes you feel good but like how does the company know? I was going to say, I've never contacted a company. Yeah, ever for something positive. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what it does affect is like you coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's like what I look at like long term is like, okay, from those thousand people that we gave this, this and this compare them and like how many people came back to spend more money. Yeah. Because that actually, like, even if you don't know you're doing it subconsciously, like, if one company gives you, like, a good experience and one doesn't, you're going to, like, remember and come back to that company. Oh, yeah. Or, like, I'll use companies that are um, even, like, more expensive. Mm-hmm. If, like, I know, like, okay, I'm spending a little bit more, but, like, I know, like, if something were to go wrong, I'll get, like, a full refund and a, f- a free product or something. Like, yeah. That does make such a difference. Yeah. But it's so um, – I'm so impatient and – that's like the retention part of the business it's like if uh depending on your business like and some people could have businesses where like the their repeat purchase rate is a a whole year Mm -hmm. so it's like you're doing these tests and then you have to wait like nine months to see if those customers come back like a couple months before yeah so changing things like custom boxes like and then comparing to i don't know it is like a hard hard yeah it's expensive like yeah. And I could imagine like working in that like I I wouldn't like that. I would be impatient about that. 
I am so impatient. It, um, but once you get it, it's hard. It's hard at first because you're like the first test you do is like you have to wait so long to do it. But then like if you do a test every couple weeks or every month, then you're like It'll looking back to- from a test that happened a year ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you do have to have a fuck ton of patience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not cut off for that. <sighs> yeah. Patience is not my middle name. So. Is it? It's not. What is your middle do name? Do you think it is? Patience. Like, do you think I'm patient? We should do our Bobby segment. Okay. Who's Bobby? <laughs> I kind of want to be Bobby. You be Bobby. Yeah. I thought you started already. I thought that who's Bobby was was part of it. Did you? <laughs> That's funny. I can't do it. I can't even be the guest. I'm just wondering what's funny. <laughs> I can't. You're so good at it. I want to laugh too. What's funny? It's so awkward feeling. Like I would not want to be on her podcast. it just like puts this like weird like energy in the room and like everyone can feel it who's everyone there's nobody else in this room besides (laughs) us two and sally sally's a dog (laughs) you're so good at it thanks you're so good at it we were talking um oh speaking of last episode with the phase uh the phase topic um bobby interview no no bobby didn't um a girl lovely low on twitch she's a streamer she interviewed someone from phase phase swag Mm -hmm. bobby style so like yeah kind of relevant because it was phase we talked about phase the acquisition last week um but it was so good yeah so when i saw that and just like and she gave credit like every time she posted a clip of like the bobby style she like said she tagged bobby i wonder what bobby like if she likes that or if she doesn't i think i would like it because people as long as i got credit Mm mm-hmm the first couple times I saw Bobby like doing that, I didn't understand that it was like a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why do I don't get it? Like, who would want to like be like, oh my God, like I remember that. that. So it was like, this girl <laughs> interview is so weird. Do you remember that? And I was like, yeah, it's, 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 the a, bit. it's a, it's a joke. I didn't get it. I was like, what the fuck? Why do people like her? Like, why does everyone want to like be interviewed by this stale ass bitch? <sighs> It's basically what you said. And I was like, Zoe, for the love of Jesus Christ, like, God. That's my pop culture, um, my unpop culture yeah. showing. Well, it is funny, though. Um, do you know that she was like a mom TikToker? She's a mom? Yes. So Bobby. Bobby's a mom? Bobby has two kids. Um, and she used to be like a mom TikToker. That's how she got big, like mom content on TikTok. I think she's How old actually- is she? She's young. She's like a young mom. Wow. But she, I think she's only like 25, 26, mm. maybe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, but she used to, I think she actually has deleted all the content now because she used to show her kids' faces mm. and she has since decided that she doesn't. A lot of mom TikTokers are actually doing this mm-hmm. now. Like they used to like always post, tw- post like her kids' faces all the time. And a lot of mom TikTokers are doing this now where like they're now switching to like, I don't want to show my kids' faces anymore because they're getting older. They don't get to consent to it. 
That's um, how I feel about my boyfriend. Yeah. He's getting older. He doesn't consent to he it. His voice can be on my vlogs, but not his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like decided she didn't want to show their faces anymore. So then she just started posting like it became like her persona to post like stale content like that. Like she'd make jokes like, yeah, my daughter's name is Concrete. That was like her big joke for a while. I don't know. And they they were like funny. And I think she like noticed that people like found that persona funny. So then that's when she did start this podcast. Mm. But yeah, she used to post like mom content. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I love that one girl. I feel bad that I don't know her name because I like think about her content a lot. And unfortunately, I can never remember Describe her name. Describe her. She is the she's the one who redoes um, logos and does them really ugly. She'll be like, yeah, so I think that um, McDonald's logo or no McDonald's reached out to me and asked me to redo their logo. And so this is what I, I came up that. with. And they're so fucking funny because they're so bad. Yeah. But she keeps such a straight face the entire time. Um, And then like it's speaking of like brands and um ecom and stuff then people are like brands are commenting on our videos like do ours because it's good like it's, it's traction. good yeah traction and like awareness for your brand even though they're like taking your brand and like making it worse like yeah. it's so fucking funny but she has that same like stale like straight face yeah and it's so good it's funny like i like it um i will say though it gets old mm-hmm. but that's like like sometimes i'm like okay like fucking yeah but so like that but then again that's not the point you're not like coming you, to her podcast to watch a real interview right do you think that it won't get old because it's different people every time yeah as long as the guests are good like drake was a good guest because he really like it was funny because he was like laughing at it mm-hmm. i have found that she has had guests sometimes where they try and be like stale back oh yeah like she'll be like what's so funny and they'll be like nothing and mm-hmm. it's it's more entertaining when she's being stale and the other person is like finding it funny or like yeah. awkward. That I yeah. think that's why Drake's did so well. Like, um, I saw that they got a, she got a lot of like bad reviews on her one with maybe the one with little Yachty, and I think it's because he was like trying to be st- like trying to put up a fight. Yeah, it's like that's not funny, right? Like people think it's funny when you like find it funny mm-hmm. and like laugh about mm-hmm. doing it. Like, um, she had a. I'm blanking on his name, but the guy from Shark Tank. Oh, um, the like main guy. I'm blanking on his name. He owns Storm Daddy. Will know. He owns a basketball team in Texas, but um, his was really funny because he thought everything she was saying was like hilarious. Yeah. Um, Mark Cuban, Storm Daddy knew. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. I found her really funny, and I kind of have Bobby energy. You can get Bobby. Yeah. For sure. Like, I'll be like, what? I yeah. do Brian all the time. Poor Brian. I'm always like, what? What? Go I ahead. can talk about, talk about content that gets old. Oh, go ahead. Time. Tell us. Well, I can't think of examples right now, so I guess I shouldn't have said that, but I am, I often find myself being like, I'm so tired of this content. Honestly, too. Um, Just like random stuff. As a, from going from like a content creator's perspective, it's so hard to figure out because, especially when TikTok, like, covid tiktok mm-hmm. um and everyone was doing like the same trends and like it's still kind of around too but like you don't really understand what what's on other people's timelines like you don't know if you're like getting to you're at the like beginning of a trend the middle or an end until like it's 
you're consumed by it and you're like okay that's old well the weird thing about saturation like content Mm -hmm. saturation with tiktok specifically is that i think a lot of it has to do with the people consuming the content the mood they're in that day because sometimes i can be on tiktok and if i'm like scrolling and every video that comes up is like the one before i can get like so annoyed and be like i'm getting off tiktok and i'm moving Mm -hmm. to youtube or something or other times I can be on the For You page and I can be being fed the same content over and over and I'm eating it up. Mm-hmm. Like it really depends on the mood I'm yeah. in that day. Okay. For um, when like the Barbie fad was like happening and every brand was like posting a, a Barbie like meme thing. You hated that. I, you? I feel like I remember you not liking that. I remember like and this isn't my like sector like technically uh, that I work in so I don't have to make these decisions but I'm always like thinking about them but like as a brand you're like did we miss the curve or should we like jump on it and like every brand I didn't hate it but I was like did Chomps do a Barbie trip yeah Chomps did end up doing and I sent out like a Barbie like SMS and everything but it I felt like I did it so late you know but like every day I felt like but like still today people people are are still doing Mm -hmm. the Barbie yeah yeah so like as a consumer do you feel like if you see a Barbie post tomorrow would would well how would that make you feel at this point I'm annoyed by it Mm mm-hmm Although, no, yeah. No, I was going to try and, like, say that I'm not, but no, I'm, I'm annoyed by it. You're annoyed by it. Yeah. And, well, because right now, the Barbie, okay, so the Barbie trend keeps going, but we keep going through phases of, like, a new thing about the Barbie trend. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's the, uh, I'm just Ken one. Oh, yeah, like, Kenef. Kenef. I'm Kenef, yeah. Yeah. That's what's big right now, and it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Also, because it's, like, I don't care. Because isn't Barbie supposed to be about, like, women empowerment? Why, we, why does it always go back to men? Did you see Barbie? No, but I really, really do want to see it. I do, too. Want to go see it? Yeah. We well, should go see no it. No way it's in theaters anymore. Oh, it? we should watch it on our TV. I'm sure we could. I'm sure we can order it. We should. Uh, Yeah, it's interesting, too, because they've got to know that, like, it was a spike and it's not going to, like, continue. Or, like, how do you – I don't, I don't even I don't know, know how to, like, continue that on or – Maybe that's what they are trying to do with, like, the different trends. Well, and I also think after Halloween, it'll start to phase out because I think part of the reason why it was still so big up until now was because they were trying to shove it down people's throats because they wanted people to be it for Halloween. Dress up as Barbie. Mm -hmm. Well, the crazy thing is people were having those Barbie parties in whatever months ago, and it was, like, Halloween dress-up Barbie parties. Or the Barbie movie has been talked about for like months or not months years now i remember like two years ago being reported on and they were like they filmed barbie like two years ago Mm -hmm. because there was like paparazzi pictures of like it being filmed so people i don't know if you remember but barbie obviously wasn't out last halloween Mm -hmm. people dressed up as Mm, the barbie character like from this movie because there was already pictures of the outfit Mm -hmm. last halloween Mm -hmm. so i think that's another reason why i feel so over the barbie shit because i'm like oh my god people wore this for halloween last year too like it's enough Mm -hmm. no more barbies no more barbie no more barbies um transitioning i don't remember if we talked about uh flip on i'm getting confused because now we got the podcast the vlog and everything did we talk about flip on this i think we might have briefly i should know because i'm the one who literally no we didn't we didn't okay so I wanted to get everyone's like hot takes and maybe either comment on or maybe we could do a poll on Spotify maybe. Oh yeah. Let's be... do a poll. Yeah. Um, I wanna know from the 
this uh, this audience, if we think that the app flip is going to flip or flop. Yeah, flip or flop. I think it's going to flop. So if you don't know, I'm assuming a lot. Well, I guess I shouldn't assume. Flip is an app that is like TikTok, but just for shopping. So essentially, it's like a feed full of ads. Um, and recently, it's been uh, the talk of the town on the brand side because uh, they've been giving a lot of money. I don't know when the money started. I wanted to read mm-hmm. the money thing. So uh, it says, when the friend you invited makes his or her first purchase on Flip, you make money. Mm-hmm. Earnings also come from actions on the reviews you share. Yeah. Uh, I saw that and I was confused by it. When users watch your reviews and live videos or make purchases from your reviews or live videos, you get the earnings. Earnings can be redeemed for cash or store credit. Yeah. There's so many ways to like get credit on this app, which is confusing to me because I don't know how many people are like actually spending their money on it. Yeah. Um, Because I don't know, brand side, we like we chumps we went on flip because like all the brands were like talking about it and people we wanted to be like okay well like people are spending their money on it like like we might as well sell chomps on there yeah uh and so same with a lot of brands um and but there's they're giving away so like my app says that i can give away like forty two thousand dollars so like just one person i can give away forty thousand dollars and so and i think most people can so and then um, every time I give it away, I get that too. So whatever, that's like, I'm 80,000. If I, nobody's actually like giving that, getting, reaching that threshold. Yeah. But like, if I am one person, 80 grand, how is, and then also not, not just that, that's just from like referring people. Uh, you also get credit from like, not even, not just like making them, but, uh, actions on the app, like watching them. So, like, the more you watch, the more you – it's like channel points on Twitch. Yeah. But what what I was talking to Zoe about and where, why, why I think it's going to flop, to me, it's like TikTok shop. Mm-hmm. But TikTok shop, you get, like, discounts. And I guess flip you do in the way that, like, you're getting that credit. Yeah. So, if you're but not I would using – just, like, not put in the time mm-hmm. – earn the credit i'd rather just be on tiktok where i already am to consume content that's fun and get the discount right right and i think that's like what most people because the other thing yeah you're like working to get up to these like discounts yeah and so you have to work up to get the discounts but then you can only once you use that like those credits from like you can use like i was giving people and people were redeeming 75 dollars so i was getting like i got like a fuck ton of product for like beauty products yeah a a lot of olipop like or like you also another part of it is you have to have the the like motivation or like the willpower to like keep sending those out like so it kept sending them out I got my credit from Zoe and I was like, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah, Like I'm not going to send it to anybody now. Yeah. I got my free product and I ran. Yeah. Um, I gave it to people who were like wanting to try chomps for free. Cause I'm like, Oh, like if you want to try chomps for free, like here, I'll send you an invite. And then every time I sent someone an invite, then I also could get the credit too. So, um, it was like really easy for me brand side, especially because the other thing is like, I was like asking my friends who are brand side, like, are you guys on this app? You should check it out for your brand. So it was like, it's very like talkable for me where like from the brand side, can you talk about this? Do you, what it's, is Chomps paying Flip? 
Uh, there, yeah. So I don't, I don't own this part of like, this isn't my job, but, um, we must pay like some type of like, yeah, app fee. Um, I don't know all the details. I could get it though. Uh, cause it's nothing. Um, how the fuck does flip make any money? Yeah, no, the brands must. And then they, uh, the brands must take a percentage from the, the, or flip must take a percentage from the brands and the consumer. Um, like the sales. Yeah. Because a lot of these things for brands, it's kind of like a play on awareness, too. Another um, question I mm-hmm. have is, I'm interviewing you. I love it, Jack. Um, is, are the chomsticks upcharged? No. So we, it's, a, it's I'm a regular price. Sh- yeah, I'm not sure what the, what the like terms of service are for those. Like, if you're allowed to do that or not. Or maybe you're, you have to give them at a lower price there's all kinds of rules like for across like retailers and online and like pricing and stuff because if you order from like instacart those products are upcharged oh yeah 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 um but what i was going to say is if you're just like a regular consumer of the app and like trying to get those like watch points you can only get 30 percent off of an item so like you can't just continue getting free stuff so I think that's where they're like trying to bank like, oh, you can basically like consume and like the more you consume, like you can get 30 percent off every time you order if you wanted to. Mm. And then you're just like, so I think that's where. But still, like you said, if you're able to get that discount without working for it on TikTok, yeah. then why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the same thing was like, why would you want to like make this free content to just like for these brands to maybe get some free stuff yeah well also like i for one am like so like even like well i know i know people do watch instagram reels Mm -hmm. and i know people do watch youtube shorts i personally like don't really i if i'm gonna if i'm gonna consume short form short form content i'm gonna do it on tiktok i don't really do it on anything else Mm -hmm. but i know there's people who like refuse to uh, download TikTok, so their short form content is yeah. Instagram Reels, or I don't, I don't know how popular some people YouTube even are on is. like love Facebook short form. Yeah. yeah, um, but I for one, I'm like, I'm fucking, I don't have the space in my day for another short form content yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, like especially one that feels like work. Yeah, yeah. So that's another reason why I feel like Flip is gonna flop. I think that people are gonna use all their free money and then forget about it. Yeah. There, there needs to be a bigger purpose, but that's our hot take on Flip. But maybe they'll develop one. Yeah. Maybe they're listening to well, what we're saying. I don't know. I think that they've been trying. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to, like, share, but I was talking to a friend who has, like, a similar type of, like, earn, post about products and earn money kind of thing. Mm. Um, but... He was saying that they like they saw Flip when they were making their brand and like that was like years ago. And so Flip has been trying to like figure out what is working and they're doing the right thing as far as like this, like people are talking about it now. I mean, they've been around for years and I never heard of it. So, yeah, like if they are able to find like a different purpose that get people to actually stick. Yeah. Maybe they're coming out with something. Maybe this is their way to get people and then they're going to launch something crazy. We're going to have to see. Will it flip or will it flop? Will it flip or will it flop? And that was your segment of will it flip or will it flop? (laughs) 
every week now we're gonna do a flip or flop we're gonna get sued by what's that that tv show please don't sue us i don't have any money yesterday wait what this is like off subject but just a funny little thing that uh i want to plug a reason why san diego is just such a great place me and brian yesterday were on a walk to uh we were gonna go watch the bears game and these people were like literally just having like a day party Mm -hmm. on their front lawn and they were like well first they were like you guys want a a uh um a drink for the road a roadie or whatever oh that's nice And we were like sure and then they were like do you guys want a piece of meat and we were like piece of meat yeah they were grilling oh we were like sure and they were like actually you guys just want to like come on up and we were like sure um but did you make friends yeah you made us some friends i made a i made a chicago friend she's from a wrigleyville like actually grew up in wrigleyville and stuff yeah um she was really nice um but uh what was i gonna say um oh we were talking about the soda pop debate they were like oh i was like do people really like not call soda pop like anywhere Mm -hmm. besides like illinois and like Mm -hmm. minnesota and they were like, no, there, there's people from like all over because everybody that lives in San Diego is like not from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody was like, call, we call it soda. We call it soda. We call it soda. Yeah. Like, damn, we really are I, the only ones who call that shit pop. I don't know if I, I don't know if I say it anymore. I don't. Oh, I do. I, I never say soda. I don't think I actually refer to either. I, don't, I think I just say the, the name like Diet Coke. I don't think I ever refer to it as either soda or pop. I'll say like I'm craving a pop. Do you? Yeah. I only hear the words, well, I need a Diet Coke. Well, yeah, because we're obsessed with Diet Coke. <laughs> but if I go to like a restaurant and I don't think I'm going to like get a pop, I think mm-hmm. I'm just going to get water. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, you know what? I might get a pop. Hmm. You don't think you'll say, you know what? I think I'm going to get Diet Coke. So... <laughs> I'm probably normally saying Diet Coke because Diet Coke is my pop of choice. But if I'm referring to the kind. You don't think you say. I say pop. You don't think you say Diet Coke every time? No. I can't be Are you be trying Bobby? to be Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> trying to be Bobby. That was like such a foul attempt. <laughs> uh, um, Guess what? What? Veronica. Guys. <laughs> this is Zoe's like favorite gal. I'm obsessed with this girl. I, she she showed up on. Oh, I was gonna say this when we were talking about TikTok versus whatever. Um, I really only consume Instagram Reels, and so I'll get back to Veronica because I came across her on Instagram Reels. But I think she has. I haven't even looked her up on TikTok, but I think she has like a bigger TikTok. But the reason, and now I'm backtracking, but the reason why I do Instagram Reels now is because I got got by Instagram because. Um, I was fun fact. I don't talk about this a lot during COVID. I grew my TikTok from zero. I downloaded TikTok and I grew up to 230 K Yeah, crazy. like in, I don't know, six or eight months. Um, just for fun. Like I was just like doing trends on TikTok and I just was like having fun. And then I like literally got sick of it and stopped posting. But, um, when Instagram was trying to compete with TikTok and came out with the reels, uh, they started paying creators or influencers on Instagram to pay to post TikToks mm-hmm. or reels. And so it actually like did motivate me because I wasn't making any money on TikTok. I didn't monetize it at all. I didn't really care. But I was like, well, if I just post the same things on Instagram yeah, and I can make like 
a hundred bucks like super easy. I was already doing it for free. Um, I could make up to like twelve hundred dollars a month yeah. on inst- on Instagram. Um, but I it actually like did phase out because the problem with TikTok is if you make it on TikTok, you it's hard to get the watermark off. So I was making yeah. it on like a different app and uploading it. No, I was making it on Instagram saving it from Instagram and then posting it on TikTok. Yeah. But it did, like, it really did work for me because now I, like, my default is Instagram Reels. Yeah. Interesting. So it worked. But Veronica, I came across her on um, Instagram. Jackie's so sick of hearing me talk about Veronica. Her her Instagram is Veronica's Cool. Um, more brands need to actually work with her if she's interested. She just started a podcast, too, and Jackie, I don't know, you might have been on your walk. She's definitely on TikTok. For sure, she's on TikTok. She talks about being on TikTok, but she's like an actress, or actor, now they say actor, actress. Yeah, she's got 254,000 followers on TikTok. I've never seen her before. She's so funny. She's like a comedic, she kind of has that same, like, Bobby style, like, she's just, like, goofy, and um, I... Don't know if you were on your walk or not, but I was listening to her podcast, like literally dying. Like she's just like so oh, funny. I was on my walk because I didn't hear. Yeah, I was just dying. But um, I feel like more brands like she she doesn't make any like branded content or anything. Yeah. She's just like a. She might get offered it and turn it down. Maybe it. She is so fucking funny. I don't know why I started talking about her. Why did I start talking about her? <sighs> Everything comes back to Veronica. Everything comes back. To- but her, yeah, she's Whoa. so cool. I want to be. Oh, I time know why. Time flies when you're having fun. We've been on live for 55 minutes. Time, time does fly when you're having fun. That's huh. crazy. I know why I talked about her because her birthday was on is October 29th, and she's a Scorpio like me. And yeah, she is. And um, on the podcast, uh, what when did we talk about this? We talked about this on the other podcast, me and Jack. Um, I'm a Scorpio. My birthday was on Friday. Mm-hmm. If you didn't say happy birthday to me, it's okay. You can still say happy birthday to me. And you can review uh, this podcast. Yeah, for my birthday, I just wanted reviews on the podcast. Good reviews. Good. <laughs> Good reviews. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is they were talking about signs and the guy who's on her podcast was like, they talked about how the guy thought that uh, Scorpio was a fire sign. And yeah. that's what I thought. And Veronica said, no, it's actually a water sign. It's not what, a water sign. Which is crazy. If It seems fiery. You wish. Yeah. We laughed so much. Who did? <laughs> you and Veronica? No, me. On this podcast. Oh, today's episode. Because we're laughing about it. L A U G. H A B O U I T. Wait. <laughs> Let's laugh. I don't know. I was trying to think of it. Uh, I spelt about and it in like the same thing. About it. We could do some little um, Easter eggs. I do have plans because uh, I have a friend who works at 100 Thieves. I might have like teased this a little you bit, did, yeah. but I think it would be really fun to have him on because uh, a lot of my audience is um, in the gaming world and knows 100 Thieves. So if you are looking at 100 Thieves content and um, also Juvie and High Ground, I don't you know if try people... Juvie if you haven't. It's seriously so good. <laughs> all of those brands are owned by 100 Thieves and he works for all of them. 
Uh, so if you have any questions specifically for that brand, save up those questions because we'll have him on eventually. Is Juvie in um, like convenience stores? I don't know, actually. Because I uh, stopped in that um, market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While I was on my walk today. And um, I was like looking for an energy drink. I ended up getting Celsius. But I thought of Juvie while I was looking. Oh, really? I, like, I wonder if Juvie's here. It wasn't because it's my I I really like it. They're on GoPuff. Um, we'll have to look. I really I, that's like a good question because I feel like I haven't. I can't think of some. I feel like they are, but I can't think of a place. Well, just maybe to let, like Seven Eleven. Just to let Juvie know, I am looking for it when I'm in convenience stores. I'm sure you're already trying. Oh, Bourbon Buck said yes. They are Seven Elevens. Seven Eleven, Bourbon Buck knows all. Good to know. Yeah. And then the other, um, there was another like gaming relevancy thing that I wanted to do, but I do want to like tap into like that audience and just share more about like business and gaming and everything. So if you guys have any, I'd love to have Chris Smith on here. Chris Smith is my friend. He has an, he has a gaming agency that's more like works more like brand side with like things that I do like a day to day, um, where they do like campaigns for gamers and stuff, but with brands. Uh, but he lives in Australia. We should go to Australia and interview him quick and easy Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. I bet you'd like to do that. Hmm. Maybe in, in, maybe if we ask inevitable agency, the sponsor nicely, maybe in like next year. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have to look at the drawing board for that one. I bet you'd like to go to Australia, wouldn't you? I uh, would, sure actually. Sure you want to revisit? As long as I don't have to go into quarantine again. And eat bones. We can't go a whole episode without talking about the bones. Stay tuned because when we're done with this, um, a funny reel about the bones will be posted on all social media platforms. I just need my boss to approve it. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. So Silly boss. Anyways, um, oh, I have to, housekeeping. It's housekeeping time. Do you know what that means, Jack? (laughs) Do you think I'm dumb? What do you mean? (laughs) Why did you just talk to me like I was an idiot? Yeah, do you know what that means? Fuck you, Bobby. I should not, I should have never asked Jackie to be Bobby because now she's like subconsciously being Bobby and like it's. It never needed to happen. Um, okay, housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping that apparently means talking about reviews. If you guys don't mind, for my birthday, I would love if you could review the podcast. Um, we're trying to get to 50 reviews on Spotify. Also, play. Uh, we've been very impressed with the amount of plays on the YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. People are watching it on YouTube, yeah. which is really fun. Uh, it is really fun because, uh, I mean, I guess videos on Spotify too, mm-hmm. but it's a different experience. Than it's a different experience and like they're in playlists and there's also the vlog content there. So like if you need more of me, you can watch my days in the life. And everyone needs more of Zoe. And the YouTube is just Zoe, Zoe Khan, at Zoe Khan. Yeah. It's very easy to find. And you could probably 
look up let's laugh about it zoe count it'll pop up but yeah it does don't forget to subscribe like comment all those things things. that's what i meant by housekeeping and then you said but you were like reviews yeah that's what i meant like housekeeping like every you asked me what it means and then you patronized me no i meant like do you know what that means like i don't wasn't like sorry i'm on guard today i guess (laughs) it's a monday are you okay no I didn't talk about the bread thing on the last podcast. And it's what so not relevant thing? for this podcast, Keep but I'm going to talk about it. I hate – this is – I've about? never met anyone who's, who's shared this with me, and I want to find someone who, who – there's got to be someone on the internet. You know when you get bread, Jack? What are you doing? <laughs> Let's hear it. What were you singing over there? I was singing. Is that a TikTok or something? No, I just made it up. Oh, I'm having okay. fun. <laughs> Sue me. Okay, you know when you get bread and there's those little like keepers, the plastic things that go on the. You hate you to tell me you want to talk about this. You don't like the ties. I don't like the ties. The ties are not as bad, but the the plastic ones that like you have to like fit the. Yeah, what are those called? I don't know. Do they have a name? I hate them though. I like something about them like pisses me off. I don't like looking what at them. I don't like keeping the them. Bread, bread bag holders. Yeah, called. bread bag. Yeah. Okay, it thinks. Oh, they're ca- they're calling it a bread clip. A bread clip. I hate them. And- we're not talking about bread clip. Drum up bread clip. Like one word. I know what I can do. Oh, Jackie. Okay. But I've uh, what do you what do you think about them? Sorry, guys, Are I they can't do it because I don't know what's going on. But it's the it's the little thingy. It's like that like square with oh, the. Oh, you know what's amazing about being a podcast editor? You can put it in later. And put it in. It's really easy on CapCut. Yeah, perfect. But what do you? How did? How does it make you feel? Like, are you indifferent um, about I don't it? Or? Use them. Right. I don't really eat bread. But if you were to eat, well, we get that like sourdough bread from Trader Joe's. Does it come with one yeah, of those? Yeah, wait, we just, re- I don't put it back on it. I just like. Yeah, like tie it up. I don't, like if I go to someone's house and there's like four pieces of bread left and they still have that bread clip on there, I'm like, I'm why? That's what I am. I'm not impressed. I'm concerned. I'm like, these people definitely have dead people in their basement. And you're impressed. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> no, but it's it's like freaky to me. So I just wanted to have a discussion about it because if so, anyone else out, else out there feels that way about those bread clips, not to be concerned. Confused with confused. chip clips. Chip clips or bread clips. Bread clips. Bread clips. I just want to talk about it. So. And this is your safe space to do that. This is a safe place. All right. Catch you next week. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you laughed about it. Sh- share your uh, 3PL stories with us. Yeah. I want to laugh about more 3PL stories because they're so good. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to like submit something, I'm going to take it upon myself to come up with this too. Please. If you ever want to submit something that you want us to talk about on the podcast, um, feel more than welcome to like comment on the YouTube video or if you're watching on Spotify. <clears throat> There's always like a Q&A at the end where you can like submit a question or whatever. So submit something there. Um, or 
uh, just DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Because it'd be fun to like hear something that you guys like want like Zoe to talk about. Even if like maybe it's a sector Zoe doesn't even really know. We've got a little thing called Google. That would be um, I actually love when podcasts do like notes from the audience and yeah. stuff. And I uh, think that would be fun if we come up with something. Like we'll if think you ever it. send something in this chat and we don't acknowledge it, it's because like there's too much going on. So uh, if there's something you like mentioned and we didn't like touch on it, send it through any of those avenues I just named. We'll see it, obviously. So we're like very like anything that's commented or sent in DM'd like we see it. So We see it all. Send it through and we could talk about it next week. Heck yeah. Um, Jackie, it's your job to press end. Oh, I always forget about that. All right, guys.